Being from a big family, I was always amazed how my parents could keep churning kids out of the same old factory and no two were ever the same. Beyond our ubiquitous pasty complexions, we were all so different and we each had our own unique roles to play in our fucked up family pantomime. My sister Rel, for example, was the lady of the house, elegant and refined, almost regal in comparison to her scrappy siblings. In fact, so above us all, one of my uncles and his wife actually wanted to formally adopt her and save her from the certain degradation of being raised amongst us. But Mum kept Rel and in doing so gave the rest of us a daily taste of what it would be like to meet a member of the royal family. Like the time Rel forgot her school bus money, so quietly requested mine before helpfully reminding me that a brisk morning walk would do me the world of good. I still remember her gloved hand gently waving out the window as the bus passed. To paraphrase the English poet Thomas Ward, I did but see her passing by. Why didn't I tell her to fuck off and die? But such is the hold some siblings have on their rightful place on the family totem pole. Which brings us, once again, to Leah. With four brothers and two sisters vying for their spot on her family leaderboard, there was always going to be more tales to tell. Welcome to My Fucked Up Family. So Leah, welcome back to My Fucked Up Family. Thank you. Do you realise you were my first email and you are now also my first official uh, return guest? Woohoo! <laughs> I know, isn't that great? But I've had such a fantastic response from your uh, from your first episode that you did with us because I think sometimes because we talk about um, family things I think sometimes things things can get a little heavy yeah and yours was surprisingly not <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I ended up with North Queensland voice either <laughs> I don't know either I know I grew up in Seaforth my mom's English accent. And you and do. I'm you like sound like you, you sound like you came from a come from a kai. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's really bad. When I listened to it, I was like, God, I don't sound that Aussie. And my brothers and sisters who don't sound like me, they're like, I don't know why you sound so bogan. <laughs> I don't think you sound bogan. I don't think you sound bogan. It's pretty Aussie. It's very Oz. It's mm. it's very. What about your dad? Does your dad sound very Oz? Not overly. Right. Just, Okay. Maybe I don't notice. Anyway. So in the interim, of course, we've been talking and you have told me some really wonderful stories that I thought it would be worth sitting down and talking about further. And they really did revolve around uh, your your siblings. Yeah. So just remind us again, how many how many of you are there? So there were seven of us. There were seven. Four boys, three girls. Right. And I remember you describing it like there were two groups. Yeah. And you're the oldest of the second group, aren't you? Yes. So there well, were. Well, f- middle of the. Yeah, second. Well, well. Second down from the. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this hasn't this hasn't clarified <laughs> at all. So you're the you're the. F- I'm the second half. You're the fifth child. Yes. So there's four older than you, mm-hmm. and the twins are younger than you. That's right. Right. Okay. So the four older of you, I think I'm particularly interested in. Right. And, well, I'm actually particularly interested in stories. Regarding your sisters. My sisters, yeah. Well, they were 10 years older than me. Right. So me looking at sisters was quite, I found them pretty amazing in a, in a crazy kind of way. <laughs> right. In a, did you look up to them? I think my dad and dad said, if you have children, the girls are always the most complicated, the hardest. Mm. 
And did you witness that? Definitely. Right. They were always talking about um, weight and boys, basically. Right. That was, and I just thought they were crazy. What are your sisters' names and how much older are they? So there's Larissa, Lara, Mm -hmm. and she is 11 years older than me. And then there's Mary Jane, 10 years older than me. That's a big age gap between your sisters. It is. Yeah. And what happens between childhood and then teenagehood is pretty pretty interesting. So my view of the world was seeing girls at their yeah. teenage. So when just when you're becoming aware of things, like when you're six, yeah. they're 16 and 17, yeah. probably at their most... Tyrious. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go on to become a teary teenager yourself? Really? I was always a bit of a tomboy, I think, because I had the brothers surrounding me yeah, more yeah, younger. Right. Yeah. And then viewing my parents, mum was the housewife and dad was out at work and came home and had a great time. And boys to me were very, they were sim- easier to get along with, I guess. Right. They were less complicated. Yeah. It was kind of. It's true. Yeah. Sporty and whatever and not really thinking about much at all in regards to other people. It's more. Just stuff. And then girls were very complicated in that they thought about boys, thought about everyone but themselves and kind of... Oh, I would have thought they thought thought about nothing but themselves. No. 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 Girls are a hundred... Like, when I was growing up, I guess in my teenage years when all the girls started going, oh, I want a boyfriend, I want a boyfriend, and thinking about them all the time, I was like, guess what? Boys don't think about you pretty much ever. (laughs) So I kind of had that inner knowledge. <laughs> See, it's good having brothers, isn't it? It really was. Yeah. It was yeah, good. Yeah. Now, um, so so tell me, uh, uh, so Mary Jane and Lara, yeah. they're obviously closer in age. Uh-huh. Were they close? No. Mary Jane was Marsha Brady. It was Mary Jane was this beautiful model. Right. And So Mary Jane was Marsha. Mary Jane was Marsha. Great. She was very pretty, yeah. really nice. Mum used to ask us, what do you want to be when you would grow up? And she'd say an angel and the rest of us would be like, I want to be a construction worker. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, and we'd all go, and, and she used to like stroke her face with the back of her hand, just <laughs> touching how soft her cheek was. And, <laughs> Did she brush her hair a lot? Because Marsha used to do that, I think. Uh, I think so. But she used the beauty routine, stuff like that is what she would spend her money on. Right. And Um, she she would do some modelling, would she? Yeah. So she was a model. Right. Went to Japan modelling. And that was, yeah. But she was... What was the thing? Was there a a particular modelling gig that she got that that she just would boast about all the time? Not really, but she'd always cry about the dramas that had happened with right. modelling. Like she went to Japan and she put on weight because the other girl she didn't know that the other girls were ordering cakes with their coffee and not eating them. But she ate the, the cakes. cakes. So she'd come home crying that and being ten years younger I was just thought that was ridiculously yeah. hilarious basically. Yeah. How old was Mary Jane when she went off to Japan modelling? Maybe 18, right, 19. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Lara was the polar opposite. She was kind of a depressed teenager, overweight. Well, she wasn't overweight, but she thought she was overweight. So we all kind of went with that because it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but she used to sit on the couch being grumpy at everybody and, and basically eat grapefruit. 
which was the 80s diet at the time. So my sisters did... my sisters were massive into grapefruit <laughs> yeah. as well. The grapefruit <laughs> diet. Kids, yeah. Citrus yeah. citrus ate the fat away apparently. Apparently. So you could sit on the couch. And eat whatever you like. <laughs> eating. She would just eat bags of grapefruits. She would just sit there being miserable to everybody around her, including, like, especially Mary Jane. She she hated Mary Jane. And Mary Jane would wear all her clothes and then say things to her like, oh, sorry, I didn't think they fit you anymore. And Lara would just go ballistic. Mary Jane, don't you know what you're doing? She knew what she was she doing. She knew what she was doing. So yeah. she was very, very lovely, but then plan your funeral at the same time. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was very, a little bit calculated. Yeah. But she would kind of wear Lara's clothes and flaunt, flaunt around the house and when Lara had friends over and they'd all compliment me, oh, how beautiful is your sister? I can't believe it. And she'd go, yes, 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 get her clothes off. So she was constantly, I remember one time, Lara really liked this guy. She, Lara was always crying because she wasn't married yet. She was only 22. Not, <laughs> you know, she was beautiful, but definitely not Mary Jane's standard. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and Mary Jane flicked her hair knowing that kind of, um, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, one time um, Lara really liked this guy and he called her a bulldog basically, said that he, she looked like a bulldog. Right, okay. So it wasn't reciprocated. No, it wasn't reciprocated. But anyway, he asked out Mary Jane and Mary Jane innocently, you know, just said, oh, yeah, I'd love to go out with you. Anyway, Dad would, Dad was pretty, my parents were very, at the time, get the guy to come to the door and pick them up. Anyway, Mary Jane's date turned up and he's at the door and Dad's standing there. Oh, g'day, mate, blah, blah, blah. And Mary Jane walks down the stairs, slow motion, kind of flicking her hair around. Anyway, she's wearing Lara's jeans, looking amazing, much more amazing than Lara would look in her jeans. Anyway, she comes down the stairs and the next minute you hear, they my jeans, get my jeans off. And Lara crash tackles Mary Jane. They have this big rumble, you know, the, and Dad's just standing there and this guy's in shock going, what, what is going on here? You know, Lara's pulling at her hair and Mary Jane's, oh, they don't fit you, you're too fat. <laughs> Lara's grabbing, anyway, Lara manages to wrangle her jeans off her and Dad's just standing there like nothing. This is nothing. This is, this is every day Standard. with seven children. Yep. You know, and this guy's just in shock. Mary Jane runs upstairs in her underpants. Lara's like <laughs> hair mangled with her jeans back. I think Mary Jane would have loved running upstairs in her underpants. She did. She used it. Yeah. Whenever my brothers had friends over, she yeah, would uh -huh. get her towel when she came out of the shower. Right. And oops, I forgot my towel. I have to run across the house. Right. And they'd all be like, oh my God, I got to see Mary Jane need. <laughs> so she was very... She very much liked to flaunt it. Well, it sounds like she did a fair bit of it. I think it was my dad's 40th as well. It was like 18 degrees, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. There's 100 people there. And Mary Jane decides to have a casual swim. <laughs> Comes down in a bikini and everyone's jaw dropped. And she just like, of course, Lara's sitting on the side. Are you joking? What the hell? But Mary Jane like dives in the pool like oh. this gracious Beautiful mermaid. <laughs> what's Mary Jane? What's Mary Jane doing now? <laughs> well, she's a mum now. Right. But she did nursing. Right. 
and she was the worst nurse. She like, um, I reach, oh, she, my sisters would always came home crying about the funniest things. She got, she was doing her nursing <laughs> and they go around to different hospitals yeah. and do different things in their training. Anyway, one time she came home crying because this old man had her rubbing his cream on his testicles, but it was his arthritis cream for his elbow. <laughs> and her, you know, the head nurse came in, Mary Jane, what are you doing? She'd been doing it for weeks. This man had been saying this cream was real. I'm like, didn't you read the tube? No, she just took the old man's word for it. And the matron was like, what are you doing? That's, that's arthritis cream for his elbow or his knee or something. And there she was, applying it to this, <laughs> this happy old fella. <laughs> uh. oh. Another time she worked in the mental institution mm. and she'd always cry at all their stories. Yeah. They'd be fine at the end of each session. She'd be a bubbling mess. Yeah. But anyway, she got, you know, they got different coloured tablets and there's uppers for the downers people and the mm, downers for the, the uppers people. people. Yep. Anyway, she she forgot which ones were which and switched them. So yeah. the whole she came home crying because the whole she just disrupted the whole disrupted the whole ward in one foul little beautiful uh, sweet. Uh, did she ever graduate as a nurse? Yeah. Oh, right, she, okay. I don't know how. All right. She <laughs> Is she still nursing today? Yeah, she's a oh, nurse God. in England. Thank oh, God. oh, thank God. <laughs> so so we <laughs> they took her. <laughs> Rest assured, everyone, we're no, safe. she's very caring. Yeah, I'm sure she's a lovely person. <laughs> just, uh, just don't put your life on the line. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so tell me then a little bit about, about school. Did, did you all go, like, did all the girls go to the same school? All girls went yeah. to all girls Catholic yeah. school. Yeah. All the boys, boys went to the all boys Catholic school. Because I found I found that I was constantly because I was the youngest. I found I was always compared uh-huh. to my older siblings right. at, at school, and right. uh, you know, and genuinely not favourably compared. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get that at, at school? Did they ever say, oh, shame you're not a bit more like Mary Jane? Or uh, No, I don't think so. No. Like me from day dot and that kind of stayed through school, I think. Oh, right, okay. I don't know, but they never compared. It was just the Regans. I guess we were all in the same boat, yeah. but they were pretty accurate. Yeah, there. but regardless of what they thought of you, did you did you like school though? I don't know. School was, I was late every single day. Right. And the school one had an assembly once. And I got this big bunch of flowers for being on time for school for five days running. It was like, I think they were trying the positive reinforcement, reinforcement. thing. Mm. But yeah, that was mm. the first five days in a row ever that I'd been on time for school. And the whole school was like <laughs> applauding. Come on, let's keep this going. We only lived a street away. So there was no excuse. We were just, we all hated school. School hated the Regans. Was, really? I don't know, but I really tried. It was always just so chaotic at home that to remember things and do your homework was just an impossibility, really. I was always good at getting to school on time because someone was always dragging me there. I didn't have any choice. Huh. Yeah. But um, anyway. getting picked up was always an anxiety, I found. Why? <laughs> My parents would always forget. Oh, right. So we always had to walk home. We never got oh. picked up anyway. Oh. I occasionally got picked up by my sister on her motorbike, and which 
was great because I really love riding on the back of the motorbike, but it made everyone at school accuse my sister of being a lesbian. And <laughs> for like, I didn't even know what a lesbian Why? was. Why? But you're a boy. Hmm? Oh, because she was on a bike? Yeah, because she was on a bike. Oh, God. And this is back in the 70s and girls didn't ride motorbikes. Oh, she used to wear a sarong and ride a motorbike. I mean, it just looked ridiculous. Uh, maybe she is a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I shaved my head at school. Why? Because oh, you had nits? No, because I didn't want to be a surfer girl. And I was walking along holding my b- boyfriend's hand with a shaved head. And I got yelled at all sorts. Oh, really? Yeah, I know what it's like to be a gay man. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> Did everyone think you were a bloke? Yeah, they were like, puff nose. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, I'm a girl. <laughs> but getting back to school, because I feel there's more to this, what, what was your favourite subject? Art was pretty much the only class I liked. You know, because that's very free thinking and, you know, a bit loose, I guess. Yeah. In its structure. Yeah. And um, anyway, we're doing plaster masks at school. And um, they were like, right, everyone go to partner, partner up to eat, do each other's masks and brings along a, a thing of Vaseline so that it doesn't stick to your face. Anyway, I'm like, I can't let this girl, this girl partner that I partnered up with for this project and art class and I just wanted to remember the Vaseline and do a really good job. Anyway. I was asking mum all night, mum, do we have any Vaseline? Mum, do we have any Vaseline? And the next morning I'm like, dad, I need some Vaseline for my masks for school. Anyway, he reaches into his bedside drawer and gives me a tube of KY jelly. And I, of course, I didn't know what it was. I'm in high school. I should have known what it was, but we're in like our little cult family. (laughs) (laughs) Sex isn't talked about. It's the last of the issues. Anyway... I get, I'm like, and like, this doesn't say Vaseline on it, Danny's. Oh, it's the same thing. Works the same. It's just a different brand name. Anyway, I get to school, you know, and we're starting our class of things and doing all right. Oh yes, I've remembered the Vaseline. About to put it on my friend's face, and she's like, "You're not putting sex jelly on my face." <laughs> anyway, I got called KY Regan for the rest of the year. It wasn't the same thing. I went home. Dad, wasn't the same thing. It's sex jelly. Sex jelly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so school was just, I don't know. Oh, school. you poor thing. You poor, poor, poor thing. <laughs> K.Y. Regan. Uh, K.Y. Regan. That's a name that's uh, going to stick. Oh, that's a terrible expression as well. <laughs> Hey Leah, look, it's been um, it's been really lovely talking to you about um, your fucked up family, and I've got to say, I think it's quite remarkable that with all that, you look back on it and you've you've come out so so normal. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm normally normal. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe just in the yeah in the frame of reference of your own family. Yeah. But you'll you'll get on now, don't you? Yeah. We all get along great. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's always a family drama. There's is, always a drama. Is there? Always. Okay, so there might be an episode three in here somewhere. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you told us last time you don't have any secrets. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. 
Oh, but maybe you should. Okay. Well, listen, Leah. Once again, thank you so much for coming along to thank my fucked up family. You, your your stories are just. I love hearing them so much. I really do. Thank you. And uh, please stay in touch with my fucked up family. Thank you. I will. I hope you enjoyed this episode of My Fucked Up Family enough to subscribe, share or like. And remember, if you have your own fucked up family story you'd like to share, contact us through our Facebook page. Until next time on My Fucked Up Family.